We could choose to look at the Bitcoin price and say that it's back at nearly 43,000, but that's not what today is about. Today is about this chart over here. Today is about bonk. Just have a look at this chart. This could only happen in crypto. Today, I'm going to show you someone. This has done a 20,000% in a couple of days. 20,000% in the last couple of days. And today, I'm going to show you a guy who made generational wealth. He made $10 million on bonk. So one of the things we're going to do today is we're going to look for the next bonk. That's one of the things we're going to do today. But even more than that, I managed to get a whole lot of my friends here. Now, these are the best guys in crypto. And together, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be building the ultimate portfolio for 2024. So it's about bank, it's about altcoins, it's about building the ultimate portfolio for 2024. Today is going to be a huge day, guys. Let's go. We are so fucking back. This market is absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Just look at the bubbles. Look at the bubbles. You got Bonk up 87%. Helium up another 36.83%. Even old DeFi tokens like Aave. You got the whole Cosmos narrative. Look at the whole Cosmos narrative. Absolutely, absolutely exploding. I know you guys had an amazing time yesterday with Crypto Cito. And you know what? He was so excited about being here yesterday. I mean, just like, he was so excited. Big man. What's Thanks, Rand. Thanks, Rand. I mean, look at his subscribers growing. If you didn't watch that show from yesterday, watch that show from yesterday and also subscribe to him. What a nice, humble, 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 humble guy. Um, and, I, you, know, I, you know me, I like to change people's lives. And I just think that there's a guy who works really hard, really, really, really deserved it. And uh, I guess as the banter fan, we changed his life. And he's going to give us a lot of alpha on the Cosmos ecosystem. So that is that from yesterday. All right. So a few things. Um... Number one, if you haven't already subscribed to the channel, do not subscribe. If you don't want, if you're not a DGEN, if you don't want alpha, if you don't want to talk about small cap coins that are going to make you life-changing money, just like this coin over here, this is not the channel for you. This is not a conservative channel. This is not about that kind of stuff. This channel is about DGENing. And if you are a DGEN, subscribe to our channel because this is where you get the highest alpha per minute show in the world. Also, if you already subscribed, smash the like button. The more you smash the like, the more my friends here will give you calls. And today is all about calls. Have a look at this. I've actually literally made a spreadsheet and together we are going to build a portfolio or a, 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 a four portfolios for 2024. And let me tell you, it's going to be very, very, very high alpha. Very, very, very high alpha. Anyway, just a few formalities before we get there. So, you know, today's Friday. And I don't know if you guys noticed what happened yesterday with Ledger, but let me tell you how the Ledger hack happened yesterday and, and where I was. So I was at my son's birthday and I feel really, really, really guilty about spending too much time on my phone when I'm, when I'm with my kids. It's like one of the things that really, really, really irks me. And I know you guys can relate to this. As I arrive at my son's birthday, I get a call from my trader saying, look, there's been a ledger exploit and we have actually been using our ledgers today. You can imagine, I, I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely shat myself. You know, you, you get a, you get a, um, a thing saying we've detected a potential supply chain attack on Ledger Connect Kit. Now, for those of you who don't know what Ledger Connect Kit is, you know when you log into a DAP and it gives you this screen and it says, would you like to connect? That is the Ledger Connect Kit. And what the hacker did was he fished an ex-employee of Ledger. He got into the Ledger Connect Kit, which connects to every single DeFi application out there. I mean, let me just give you an idea of some of the applications which were which were affected. Everything, everyone was affected. And 
he installed malware into this thing. Now that means that essentially anyone using any app, anyone using any app was potentially affected. And what, what the, the, the effect was, was that the hacker could drain your wallet at any point in time. And this is how I arrived at my son's birthday. Anyway, luckily they managed to fix it and we didn't interact with any of the apps, but this could have been the biggest hack in crypto history. This could have been crazy. If this hack would have lasted 24 hours, any user that interacted with any DeFi app would have had their wallet drained when the hacker wanted to, to, to drain the wallet. Why am I telling you the story today? Because it is yesterday's story. I'm glad that most of us survived, but it did make me remember how important it is to make sure that you are protected. For a couple of minutes at my son's birthday, I thought that I'd lost every single bit of crypto that I ever had because we use our wallets all the time. And, and I didn't know if we'd interacted with these, with these malicious wallets. Guys, that feeling that I had at my son's birthday, I felt sick. I felt, I tried to keep a smiley face and, and watch my son turn eight years old. And all I could think about was there is a hacker draining every single bit of the crypto that I've worked so hard to build. And I just, I, that feeling is something that I don't want you guys to feel. So why am I telling you this? You need to protect yourselves. Protect, take over precautions. Don't wait until it's too late to take the precautions. Some of the precautions you can take actually help us, um, help us in, in the channel. The first thing is you need to get a VPN. Bullshit aside, the VPN is the cheapest way to protect yourself. Why? When you surf any DeFi application, any exchange, you leave your IP address. Your IP address tells them where you are exactly, and it allows hackers an easy way into your computer. Not only that, the authorities also pick up exactly which country you're in, and therefore, one day when they send a subpoena, they'll get all your details. We're about to make life-changing money in this bull market. I don't want to feel like I felt yesterday. And listen, if it's going to cost me $2.88 a month or whatever the ridiculous, $2.88 a month to protect the, the life-changing money that I'm going to make in crypto, I'm in. Also, while you're there, take out threat protection because the threat protection blocks the ads and the trackers and it also makes sure that you don't get these malicious websites. You need that because you can click on a, a malicious website. You will connect your wallet, it will look normal. It, it looks like this. It will look normal and your ledger will be drained or your MetaMask will be drained. Don't act when it is too late. We have been warned for $5 a month, you can protect all your crypto. And as I said, we're about to make life-changing money. Let's make sure we actually keep it. All right, let's get into life-changing money. Well, I guess the biggest bit of life-changing money here is bonk. Just to give an idea, this thing's going, this thing's going up 20 20,000% in about a week. 20,000% in about a week. People have made ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous amounts of money. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but as I said, I know people that have made generational wealth. Let me show you, let me show you a, 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 few, a few examples. So here is, uh, here is um, Carl says, bonked at 100x in 55 days. And this is exactly the type of bull market that we're getting into. We're just starting this bull market already. We've got tokens doing 100x in 55 days. And there are going to be a lot of them. There are going to be a lot of them. You probably missed bonk. And to be honest, I've just taken a bonk short. But, but I want to show you how much money was actually made on bonk. So here's an account. And you can kind of follow this account. Um, he starts off saying, look, th this is ridiculous. This is absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. So if you, if you scroll down to all the tweets, I'm going down to, quite a, to kind of like the bottom of the tweets. Um, 
By the way, if you do want to trade Bonk or any other meme coin, there's a, a link below. Take out a Bybit, take out an account on Bybit or BitGet or any one of our partner exchanges. Um, okay, so you can, he started off making $55,000. That grew to $306,000. That grew to $589,000. That grew to a million dollars. That grew to $1.4 million. That grew to $2 million. That grew to $5 million. And this morning he posted that he's got $10 million on Bonk. He put down margin of $15,000. That must be the biggest trade in history. And it is the reason why I love crypto so much. This is the reason why I love crypto so much. So listen, next week, we will be doing a meme show. We're going to get our meme experts to come and do a meme banter with us. Today, we're going to talk meme coins, and we're going to look for the next bonk. But we're also going to build a, an amazing, 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 amazing portfolio. And to do that, as I said to you, when uh, when I put this panel together, I didn't think we could pull off getting this panel on one show, talking about so many tokens on one day. So that's what I thought. But you won't believe it. We actually, actually, actually managed to do it. And we actually have our panel here. Gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to Banter. How is everyone? Nice to have Great, everyone here. Nice to have everyone here. Nice to see you guys all here. You know what's even nicer? It's nicer to see you guys here on a month where it looks something like this. I take it we're all in agreement that we're in a, a, a risk asset melt-up environment. Is that, is that a, a fair assessment? Can we call this a risk asset melt-up environment? Go for really it. good way to put it. <laughs> yep. Nothing better. Sure. Right looking pretty, pretty good, yeah? Can't, yeah, can't so complain at all. My favorite bubble is bonk. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Bonk is, is, is absolutely, absolutely, absolutely crazy. But I mean, look, we have to celebrate what we've just gone through in the last month. I mean, look at these numbers. You know, AVAX 122%, uh, Bitenzo 170%, Render 105%. You show this to your traditional stockbroker friends. This is the kind of stuff that, make, that turns people into believers. You, so let's get into it. So first of all, do you think that this week was a turning point? Do you think the Fed, the Fed pivoted this week like is it fair Kyle is it fair to say the Fed actually pivoted this week I don't think our opinions matter to be honest I think that that stock market uh talks for itself you know so we we, we have uh everything the Dow Jones S&P and uh what, what's the other one all all-time highs uh, and you know I made a video uh a couple months ago calling, you know, saying for the, the, the everything bull market was coming. And I think there's just so many signs. You, you've never really had a presidential election year where the, the market was performing poorly. And uh, so it just, it just worked out very, very, very perfectly. And I think that this is going to be a, a huge bubble in 2024. The economy has to look good if, uh, if the Dems want another shot at the, at the White House. So I, I tweeted, I saw a tweet yesterday and it said something like, imagine we get a year like this where you get a January ETF approval, February ETF trading, March uh, beginning of rate cuts, uh, April, May, June, July, series of rate cuts, uh, November, you have election. And then in December or in January, they change the accounting rules uh, to allow yes. companies in the US <laughs> to fairly account. We get that kind of year and we get a halving on top of it. We sprinkle a bit of the halving onto it. We got ourselves a melt up, right? That's exactly what my show was yesterday. Was the the stars aligning? Um, you know, this. Uh, that's exactly what's going to happen. Before we get into and, get and look, guys, I, I I did trick you guys. I did trick you guys. And um, what I did was I did something amazing. I took I made a spreadsheet, 
And so in case you didn't know why you were coming here, I made a spreadsheet of all the tokens and we're going to go yes, no, yes, no from each one of you to see whether this is what you think it should be included in a portfolio or shouldn't be included in a portfolio. We'll also add on tokens. But um, before we get there, is anybody concerned that this market has been going straight up and that we haven't had corrections? We had, a, we had in 2017, we had multiple corrections. In 2021, we had multiple corrections. Is anyone concerned that this market's been on up only or is it just me? Dennis, what do you think? I mean, it's not up long-term-wise that high yet. Uh, yes, in consecutive weeks that we're up is quite many now. So you got to be prepared. But, um, you know, if we can drop to 36, 35, that, that'd be healthy. And I don't think many people will panic. So as long as you're not over-leveraged, I think we're, we're good. All right. Uh, P, what do you think? Well, if you look at like the 2020 sort of Bitcoin bull market uh, starting point, it actually looks very much identical to what we've seen here. We've had like uh, there was that resistance line that sort of crept up and up and everyone was sort of waiting for it to break back down. Then it bounced over the top and then that's pretty much where we are right now. And if you if you can put the one on top and one on the bottom, there's like a, a very similar area. Yeah, literally just above where your mouse is. There's um, that, sure. that those kind of highs across there. We almost... Uh, and nice. then after that, there was like a sort of, uh, yeah, if you take the left-hand side and put that a little higher, I think uh, you'll okay. see that just after that kind of breakthrough, okay, we yeah, had yeah. like a, a couple of days um, drop back down. Yes, yeah. Which is what I think happened maybe two days ago now. It is a, uh, and it's then, an amazing yeah, fractal. It's playing out exactly the same. I, w I won't lie to you. So I, I know, you know, like past, past performance doesn't, you know, mirror the future, but I, I mean, it's happened before, so... It does feel like it's been going up very aggressively, but that's mostly in Bitcoin. Not many other of the alts, while well, they've had a good like autumn and things throughout the year, they've kind of had, you know, ups and downs, not really with the exception of a handful. Never, you know, not everything is kind of massively up. You know. So would you still give. be deploying? I mean, would you still be would you still be deploying capital into this market right now? Carl, what do you think? Well, I have a thesis, a, fu a fundamental thesis on the market right now. So you know, a lot of people are looking at TA and, uh, you know, I think some people like uh, are just too, too sucked in on that. I, I think that we have, not I think, I know that we have a completely different scenario than we've ever had in crypto's history. We have, we're on the verge. And I think that if you talk to you like Eric Balkunas and, uh, and James Safart right now from, from uh, Bloomberg, they would probably up their percentage from 90% to about 95 with the news we've got in the past couple of days. Um, but so it's it's suicide in my opinion to, to sell your bags right now right to even think because it's getting selling out of the so question quickly. selling's out of the question so selling's, selling's not even in discussion so so i have a, i have a, a thesis on when i think this 30 the first 30 percent correction will come it's not anytime soon but you know we believe that the the spot etf will be approved between january 8th and january 10th monday tuesday or wednesday of january the approval will will confirm what we've all been thinking but there's a lot of people who are still in disbelief and they're not going to buy until they get that solid approval. And then what's going to happen is we're going to rally until the day the ETF starts trading. The day the ETF starts trading, bam, 30% correction, Bitcoin, alts come back down 60%. That, that'll be the first 30% correction. But the question that people would then want, want to know is, well, should I be cautious now then? I, I think not, because I think that we're going to pump between now and that first dip another 100% in Bitcoin or something like that, or another you know, 80% or something like that, or maybe at least 60, 70%. So I think that even if with that 30% correction, we'll still be higher than we are today. So I, I'm, I'm fully deployed. Okay, I see, I see, Pete, I see you nodding. What, what are you thinking there? 
Well, just thinking about the sort of overall sentiment I see in my different groups and things, when everyone's like, oh, I'm waiting to buy at this level down here, I've got my order set and everything, you know, inevitably it goes the other way. So uh, it's almost like whenever you see the masses talking one way, it, it's like it's going to keep going the other way. Like I, I'm thinking uh, much like Kyle, you know, I thought maybe towards sort of 48K, maybe have like some sort of a pullback, but I still feel like it's it's kind of up from there. And if Bitcoin does do that 48K, then, you know, some of the alts are going to do, you know, exponential kind of gains beyond that. So, what, what yeah, I kind of feel the sentiment's still not as bullish as it should be. And I feel like that correction doesn't come until everyone, all the bears FOMO in, and then they get like double wrecked. So I just I, think I, it, I kind of... I think everybody's taking it for granted that there's going to be an ETF approval and it's going to happen between the 5th and the 10th of Jan or the 8th and the 10th of Jan. And I think the path of Max Payne is some technicality where the SEC find a way that they can delay the ETF without... I, I may be wrong. I may be wrong. I'm just saying... You I'm just saying right. yeah. I've bought mm. puts. I've bought puts just in case. So I went to Deribit and I actually bought puts just in case because I'm so, so, so heavy in this market that if that does happen, I need to have some kind of protection. So I did... I, did, I mean, full disclosure, I did put some puts on Deribit. I actually put them, a lot of them live on, on, on the show here. Uh, Dennis, you're nodding. What What are you thinking? Honestly, I think some kind of trickery will come, right? Uh, throughout this past year, you know, if you've been really following the market, you know that this ETF is going to be dragged out all the way. But time and time again, every time there's a deadline, they announce that, okay, maybe we're really approving this week. Psych, maybe not. <laughs> we're approving this week, maybe not. So uh, will we really get the January approval? I think... The signs are there. Right? I follow the same analysis as you guys, where uh, there's this window of approval where everyone needs to come in together in order to make uh, it a fair playing ground. But can there be something else? Will it get dragged to February uh, or uh, the final deadline in March? Maybe. Um, but after that, can they really say, you know, BlackRock, your deadline's March, but we're still not going to approve? What's really going to happen then? So I think, you know, the, the timeline is really tight now that. Uh, as long as you're controlled and you're not betting all your farm on one day of January 10th to go all in long, you, like signs are all good. good. All right, listen, yeah. we are on the verge of 2024. We've got a couple of days left until 2024. Everybody's thinking about building their 2024 bull market portfolio. As I said, I took the liberty of uh, of committing you guys um, to yeses and nos. So we're not actually looking for the actual allocations, just yeses and nos. So I think what we should do now is just go through some narratives uh, feel free to add narratives, remove narratives, feel free to say to add tokens and remove tokens. But let's just go through like just some suggestions about how to allocate your money. And I think just for the sake of, uh, of prudence, let's remove Bitcoin because, uh, you know, I think everybody needs to have Bitcoin. And then I'm going to ask you the question and I'm typing the question as we speak. Ethereum. So I'm going to I'm going to start with my theory uh, just to give you guys a taste of what we're expecting here today. So I'm not a big Ethereum bull. I think there will be an Ethereum ETF, and I think that that's going to give Ethereum a run. Um, but I think that Solana is better technology. I think that when, once somebody uses Solana, I don't see a good reason to continue to use Ethereum, other than Ethereum has total value locked, a lot of developer tools, and a lot of, uh, a lot of VC funding. But I think that that's over time going to be fixed. And so I'm much, much, much more underweight Ethereum and I'm much, much, much more overweight Solana. So right now for me, do I believe that Ethereum is a fundamental part of a 2024 crypto portfolio? I'm not in crypto to make 2x or 3x, so I'm out. 
Donna, Carl, what do you think about Ethereum? So it's a, it's a good question. And I, I, I was in the same, same uh, mindset as you recently with Solana. And I think that I, I'm, I think I'm under allocated Solana. I, it is, I just, I just counted my portfolio. It's number five on my list. Um, I'm wondering if I should, you know, if I, I should swap some ETH for some Solana and, and crank that up. But, you know, uh, there's a good, a good tweet I read the other day, someone saying that, you know, Solana has all attention right now, but when Ethereum starts, price starts moving, you know, there's going to be the whole narrative of the Ethereum ecosystem again and blah, blah, blah. You know, it does have problems, but that's what layer twos and threes are for. I'm a little bit torn on this right now. Um, I have bigger bags of Ethereum, but uh, I'm curious. So what about you, Rand? What's your... Uh, I'm saying, you know what? Your I just think that I'm, I'm, I'm in crypto for 10Xs plus. That's like my... Like I'm in crypto because I want 10Xs. If I wanted 2Xs, I'd go to, to, to AI stocks. And so for me... Does it need to be a mm -hmm. fundamental part of, I do have Ethereum in my portfolio. Do, does it need to be like, uh, you know, maybe let's change it to not, not only yes, no, but like underweight, overweight. I'm going underweight uh, ETH. I'm not going big on ETH. I don't really want much ETH in my portfolio. Carl, we need, we've got a lot to get through. So just, are we, are we putting it or we're not putting it? Yeah, yeah I, I've got, uh, it's, it's my, um, yes, I, ha I have ETH. I, uh, okay. I, think I, I like it from an institutional Den perspective. Dennis, what do you think, brother? I'm very bullish on ETH, actually. I'm kind of in the opposite camp. I think ETH will, I think ETH will outperform Solana from this point. So I'm looking at about 6x-ish for ETH to be like 12K to 15K kind of target. And then for Solana to do that, I, I, I just have a hard time seeing Solana doing that from, from this point. Maybe it goes to previous all-time high, but that's barely... Don't you, think, so, though, don't you think that Solana is just starting to get its traction? And, and I'm, I'm sure you use Solana, but when you use Solana, don't you find that it's a much, much, much better, much cleaner user experience? When I use ETH, I'm using Arbitrum, I'm using, I'm using Optimism, I'm using Polygon. I need to bridge money from Arbitrum to Optimism. I've lost the money along the way. There's a half an hour delay on that fucking Polygon bridge, which sucks the life out of me because I never know if the money is actually going to clear. Bro, you can do this all on Solana. One chain split second functionality what i need ETH for yeah so i think the layer twos are a problem there are way too many places of liquidity the bridges are a problem uh the native bridges are safe but they're too slow but when you're looking at like uh say if i want to farm i don't know a few million dollars i would never do that on solana i would do that on ETH for the provenance for the fact that there's so much more money just deposited there Versus, of course, like if I want to do high frequency stuff like trading, you know, if I don't have much money, retail use case, ETH can't do it. Solana has way bigger advantage there. Um, but I think that also explains why like Solana is a bit like why the technology is superior because it's kind of still in that much earlier experimental smart startup stage, I feel, um, that they're trying to find their use case and they are getting there. They're the fastest, most high frequency, cheapest chain. Um, but can you say that's a kind of commodity-like status for Ethereum? That's kind of where I draw the line. Okay, so I'm, I'm assuming that you're saying yes to ETH, and I'm assuming that based on that, you're also saying no to Solana. I have Solana short term, but if I'm betting year and a half, I would say no to Solana. All right. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm doing it the wrong. Pete, your, your yes, no. So give me a yes. Um, yes, a... Uh, yes, Solana. Absolutely. Um, throughout kind of the bull market, well, the bull market throughout this year, I've been very pro Solana, mainly because of uh, basically 
the battle testing that it's sort of been through you know throughout the last few years the complaints have been that it's always been offline and things like that however this year we've been pretty much always up and got hammered because of the ftx stuff and sort of come through there one of the main drivers i think going forward will be this nft narrative which is we're seeing all the time kind of market shifting from ethereum nfts towards solana nfts i also think as well like you know we've already talked about people within the retail ecosystem who are kind of going to come in and drive the markets so they're going to be you know steering away from ethereum and, and these kind of expensive fees associated with ethereum you know all these layer twos and stuff kind of built in there i don't know i i, I think if you're going to have exposure I, i'm kind of with you ran and like what why have why do you have to have kind of equal allocation to both i feel like it's just okay. like the tradition and for the sake of saying that we have to have a bit of bitcoin have to have a bit of ethereum so honest, you can I say can i say fair that you're saying underweight eth and yes to solana Yes, let's go with that. Let's go with that. Carl, what do you Man, think about Solana? <clears throat> so I, I'm very, very bullish on Solana, but I, I want to I throw something out there that might, might uh, change the perspective a little bit. And <clears throat> I, I felt the same way that you did too, like all these other L2s, bridging, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yesterday I came across this team that was at a hackathon, the Chainlink hackathon. They, they built a wallet uh, in, a, in a weekend, a proof of concept, um, that uses Chainlink CCIP to connect all the EVM chains. Uh, you can use this wallet with no gas and to, to, to cross liquidity on all L2 chains on L1. And so you're not going to have to like switch RPCs anymore. You're not going to have to use gas. You're not going to have to do anything with CCIP. It's really going to be that. And this is why I'm so bullish link is because it's going to be something that makes entire EVM ecosystem cohesive and feel like Solana. So I think that we're, I think we're going to get away from this, this, this shitty UX that Ethereum talks about. And then that, once that problem's solved, everyone's gonna be like, oh wait, back to ETH, it's the most secure, most decentralized, blah, 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 blah. So there's, there's that narrative there, which, which Solana, even though Solana is quite decentralized according to the uh, Nakamoto coefficient, but still, I, I think that you know, there's so much trust with Ethereum. It's been around for so long, battle tested, and all that finality and security happens on the L1. Um, so I think that's like CC, it's, it's just a, it's a user, it's a user perspective thing, right? And once that user, uh, that, that annoyance goes away from, you know, once we have account abstraction, once we have CCIP, all that becomes in the background, right? And so I think that I agree with you for a, a lot. And I, the Solana community is insane. And so, and you know, and I'm, I've got, I've got a bigger bag of bonk that I do. So I'll tell you that. Okay, <laughs> so, so okay, cool. let's go to the next one, Avalanche. So what, what do you guys think of AVEX as a, as a layer one, overweight, underweight? Yeah, it's okay. AVAX is, um, they got to do something different. Like this run-up that they have, uh, this gaming wave, et cetera, they're still, their whole ecosystem is Ethereum-based. And even subnets are just app chain layer twos. So like, it sounds cool, but once people realize every subnet needs bridging, like it's whole liquidity issue again. You know, they got to do something. So I, I, if I have to really put longer term, I would, I would say Solana technology is superior to AVAX. Um, but still, I don't. I don't think Avax is is quite there yet. So Can you find I have something? A question. I have a question yeah. around Avax. If I'm going to build an Avax, what's the benefit of building on Avax and not just building on an ETH layer two? I'm using EVM. Exactly. I'm using, and I'm asking this not facetiously. I just, I'm, I'm genuinely curious to know: is there a use case for me to 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 build on Avax if I can just go directly onto an ETH layer two? They're very like business side. They they push you a lot. Right versus layer ETH layer two is you kind of ETH doesn't have its own native like app chain ecosystem. You have to go to Optimism for OP Super Chain or et cetera, and it's just as expensive. But also, you know, 
you don't have that like layer one type level support. So yeah, I, I feel like if you're really trying to build your own chain, like subnets is a good bet short term, just for how much bang you're getting out of this like uh, okay. hype wave. But yeah, it's it's Kyle, just like anything, layer two. Any any different views there? Or P, let's go to Pete. Pete, any view any views on AVAX? What is it? Is it a key part of your portfolio? Yes, no. If yes, why? I mean, you know, the ecosystem's been doing pretty well recently, but but like, I can't really see why if you if you're kind of big in Solana or you know, have some Ethereum, like where, you know, where the room comes in to, to bring AVAX. I don't sort of see it doing anything particularly special or different. So I'm not that excited for it, to be honest. Carl? So I'm, I'm, I've been doing some heavy debating recently because, you know, I'm a VC. I talked to a lot of projects. We've invested in Godzilla. I talked to Shrapnel about Node Sale and Avalon. I'm not sure if you're in Avalon. Um, and I think one more, I can't remember the name. These are all in my opinion, some of the best AAA games coming to the Web3 space. And they're all building on Avalanche. And I believe that once we have some killer app, right, that's used by, let's say that Godzilla off the grid goes to 100 million players or like that, it's going to be the biggest signal in the world for everybody else to go build on Avalanche as well. And there's a really good token economy where every validator that you run on a subnet, and each subnet will need many, many validators to be somewhat decentralized, uh, will cost 2,000 AVAX. And so if you have, you know, hundreds or even a thousand uh, subnets and each of them are running a hundred validators, that's like billions of dollars of TVL in the AVAX ecosystem that will be need to be bought up in order for them to run subnets. So I like the token economy, um, but it's in my opinion, it's a, it's a huge gamble because it doesn't have the same appeal as ETH or Solana ecosystems. But if any of these games, and there's probably others I'm not aware of, if they manage to be successful and have wide stream adoption, Avalanche is going to run like crazy. And so, so then yes I would be Yes or no? Right is now. it part of your top 20 coins? Because I'm, I'm not letting you put more than 20 yes. coins. So yes. Okay. So you've, you, it, you're down it, to it three. You're down to three. All right. Let's go. Casper, next one. So Casper, uh, we've spoken about it a lot. For me, it's a definite yes. Uh, it is one of the proof of work innovations. I'm not going all in on Casper, but it is one of the tokens that I really, it's one of the experiments on proof of work that I really like. So I'm going to say yes, but not a huge allocation. What, uh, anybody have any other thoughts? Any any thoughts on Casper? Um, from like a tech perspective, very you know very interesting, but it's kind of a weird a weird one in that this year for some reason it's kind of caught a lot of attention. And uh, in fact, I watched before um, Dennis's uh, video about the XRP army and talking about how they're you know pretty crazy army going on with it. And I made one sort of video saying that Casper was a bit overpriced and it was going to pull back, and this crazy like onslaught of abuse came, came from nowhere and i was like that's quite interesting because did, did you say did you say cardano or casper what did you say did you say cardano casper. Or... Oh, okay i mean cardano as well as that kind of thing right going on but it's kind of interesting like i feel like this because of this throughout this kind of year we've seen it kind of maybe a little bit over over inflated in price than maybe it should i think it's got maybe a lot more coverage uh and then presence out there in sort of, yeah possibly so you're saying um, no but yeah Text kind of cool. Yeah, I'm just gonna say no. Dennis, I'm just scared. <laughs> I have small bag short term, uh, but very long term technology wise, I don't think it's it's there yet. Like, I mean, it's a it's a dag. Dags have been done before, so um, have dags I'm been more done before betting on the community. Have the dags been done before on proof of work? Um, let's see. You could be right there. I'm not sure if like the. Um, 
iota if you can mine that or if it's staking based i actually don't know mm. uh there are either there is not mining base well you know i'm a i'm a i'm a satoshi uh maxi not, no i I'm obviously about tons of altcoins right that's my whole channel but i i love uh, you know the reason that we're all here is because of bitcoin and you know a lot of people big blockers especially interpret the white paper the nine page scientific white paper as if it's some sort of like ancient religious biblical text and it's it's left for interpretation they're like oh no i think satoshi meant for it to be no no bruh satoshi wanted to create a peer-to-peer digital cash and because of Blockstream and this big block versus small block debate we still don't have that today we still don't have a peer-to-peer digital cash on a layer one that's secure and this got me excited. And dude, I, I faded Casper for a long time. Everyone in the comments, Casper, 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 Casper. And I thought it was bots. You know, finally I looked into it and I was like, man, this is actually brilliant. And the guy who, the, the main guy who created it, you know, he was like back, he's the first guy to write a security paper on Bitcoin white paper. He was back in the day, day 2010, cryptographer OG. And he's like, you know what? This hasn't been done yet. We don't have a peer-to-peer digital cash. And so he named it silver because silver back in the day was more divisible. It was sure it was cheaper than gold, but it was more easily to be used as a, as a, as a monetary system than gold was. And I like the narrative. I like the name. I like the security. And I think that that narrative, people forgot about it, right? Because we had Bitcoin at first. We were hoping that would be peer-to-peer digital cash. That dream saying, went away. All I'm saying is you're yeah. using up your yeses very fucking quickly, bro. You're four for four. <laughs> you're four for four, bro. You're going to need to start cutting shit out soon. All right, next one, injective. Uh, Dennis, I'm starting with you, brother. Injective, yes or no? It's, it's I like injective. It's, yeah, been I, I injective. it's been on a tear. It's been an absolute tear. Just for the yeah. record, as we are sitting here, the market cap of injective, I saw it hitting like 30 bucks. Uh, and at a, at a 30 back, uh, you're talking about a $3.2 billion fully diluted valuation. Now I'll ask you again, do you want injective in your portfolio? Yes or no? So I, it's not like I just bought injective, right? You know, it's had uh, it was like a dollar 30 beginning of the year. I got in around that like $10 range uh, before this run, like really kicked off in bull and Bitcoin. I think the, the, Fundamentals for injective, like the, um, it's one of the only few places in Cosmos that has a very good crossover liquidity from all the different tokens in the ecosystem through IBC, and they're one of the first to see this vision. So yeah, I do have injective. All right, so it, I mean, injective the speed uh, and pa- the speed and parallel execution environment of Solana, the interoperability and composability of Cosmos, and the compatibility of Ethereum. For anyone who wants to know how they describe themselves. Uh, Kyle, injective, yes or no? You're using up, when you get to 20 yeses, it's game over. It's, you're out, no more strikes. So do you add injective well, into your portfolio? So I, I don't have enough right now. I actually uh, was one of the private sale investors and I, 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 uh, I got rid of a lot of it in the last bull run. Um, and I, I, don't, I, I, hardly have, I, I hardly have anything right now. My, it's, it's a, it's yes a no? very, very small position. I don't have it, but I, I think it's I think it's a really like really good protocol. If but you I don't were have building it, a portfolio but, now, would you add it into your portfolio? Yes or no? Yeah, I probably would. Okay, you're a five for five, bro. You're gonna run out of you're gonna run out of gas here. You're gonna sit here for the end of the show. The the end of the show, Carl's gonna sit here just watching, watching us eat our ice cream. All right, Pete, what do you think? Injective, yes or no? I mean. It, it, you've you've just sort of thrown the cat in there saying that uh we're building a portfolio for right now right if it's yes. it, the difficult thing is how things have been going through the year because there's lots of projects that you definitely want exposure to i think injectives doing you know some really some really interesting things but but again we have just seen 
a very huge year and a lot of people right now are looking to get into the markets maybe i'd see that there's better upside potential in others so probably go with no look as i i think i'm in the same boat as you i really think injective is good but how much upside is there with a protocol that's got a 3.2 billion dollar fully diluted valuation wow it's a hard one but i'm going to say yes all right Let's talk about other layer ones. So I just wrote Kuji because I'm invested in Kuji. But I mean, let, let's open it up to you guys. Are there any other layer ones that you want to add into this? Remember, once you've, you've burnt your 20 tokens, you're out of the game. So like in that list, since we're in on injective Kuji, you can definitely ask Celestia, right? Yes, you can add, uh, I think Neutron is really cool coming up. Yes, Those also two. a billion dollar valuation today. Happy birthday yep. to Neutron, a billion dollar valuation. Value. Oh, whoa, whoa. okay, hold on. Let me just kill that. Okay, Neutron. Any other ones that you want to add? So, uh, uh, Dennis, do you want to add Neutron and uh, and um, uh, Celestia to your portfolio? Uh, yeah, so, I have those two. Okay, so Neutron is on a... Okay, so I have to ask you a question. I love Celestia. I think this this whole this whole narrative of their modularity is absolutely amazing. Problem is this... Problem is 11, sorry, uh, uh, let, me, um, let me get the right, is that the right one? No, it's not it's the right one. So 13, 13 billion or something, right? Yeah, it's, it's crazy up now. Yeah, 13 billion fully diluted. I'm, ki I'm kind of going, hold on a second, 13 million? I love Celestia. Do I love Celestia at 13 billion? I don't know so much, eh? Yeah, so if I were putting a portfolio together right now, I wouldn't buy Celestia right now. Amazing. You know, even their airdrop is going to keep coming for next year, I think till like, I want to say like September next year. And then that's going to go to 240, like 24% of the supply, but then big cliff, right? Big cliff in like September-ish next year. So I think you could wait. Um, within this Agreed. year, there will be entry. Yeah. Agree. I do. Again, for the record, I do love Celestia. Pete, what do you think? Celestia, yes or no? If you're building a portfolio right now, I'm just putting it out there. Uh, you've, you've only really used one of your yeses, just so you, you've got 19 to go. I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna throw in. Oh, well, we're gonna see Celestia. I mean, it's been getting a lot of traction recently. Quite a big market cap. I would probably go with no for now, uh, and instead probably put in Near Protocol. Ooh, okay. What, what what's your thesis mm. for? What's what's your thesis for Near? I mean, I am an investor in Near. Full disclosure. Um, They've been, they haven't performed as well as all the other L1s. I'm kind of interested to know why you would add Nier into your portfolio. Um, I've been starting to, to study sort of the, you know, the back ends of um, some of the analytics and stuff. I'm starting to see a lot more uh, funds flowing into Nier right now. So I'm kind of leaning onto the side that there's obviously some, uh, some more development going on in the space. It's been kind of quiet for a while. People have not been giving it perhaps the attention it deserves. I think the chart looks pretty good. Yeah, I, I just... And I feel as well, it's like one of the more, from a, like a non-technical standpoint, crypto is this, I think a lot of people lean too heavy sometimes into just the tech. Crypto is this yeah. other like weird kind of beast where coins come out of nowhere and just capture people's imagination and Nero kind of making a lot of effort in their kind of social media presence space. And I think that they're going to maybe start to garner a lot more attention going forward than perhaps they have been getting. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of my, my take uh, on that. Carl, Carl, here's how this game works, right? You can't just keep saying yes, yes, yes. It's like, <laughs> it's, look, let, let, me, let me make it simple. It's like when you send your girlfriend or your wife shopping, she can't just keep saying yes, yes, yes. Sometimes she has to say no to items too. So I'm going to bring the screen back. I'm going to say, Celestia, $13 billion fully diluted valuation. Are you in or are you out, sir? 
No, I'm 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 not in. It's uh, it's too expensive. I think that uh, this is something that you definitely want to probably pick up next bear market. Okay, uh, Neutron, Layer One on Cosmos, um, one billion dollar fully diluted valuation there or thereabout. Um, what do you think? You can pass. You can say pass, and that's just a no if you don't know enough about it. Um, I pass. I don't okay, know. I don't know too much about it. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, add, I, yeah. I'm adding Neutron to my portfolio. Oh, you have Neutron. I have Neutron. I'm, I'm not going to do Nier. Um, why? Because I'm just not sure the reason why I want to buy Nier. Uh, you know, they, they initially started being the sharding blockchain, which and then Ethereum changed their sharding methodology. And I just, I have got Nier in my portfolio, but if I was building a portfolio from scratch, I'd say no. I would put Kujira in. The reason why I put Kujira, Cosmos, Cosmos uh, narrative, very low fully diluted valuation, and these guys just keep building. I mean, the fully diluted valuation is $669 million. So these guys just keep building. So I'm putting Kujira into my portfolio. Anybody joining me with Kujira, feel free to, to join me, not to join me. Feel free to add in layer ones. Pete, Kujira, yes, no? I'm not, I'm not going to join you with Kajira. Um, annoyingly, like someone in my community pointed it out months ago, and I didn't really give him enough attention, and then it's kind of boomed, and I'm now you hate about it. it so. Okay, okay, <laughs> fair enough. That's not a good reason, but I mean, I'll take it. That's uh, uh, not new, a great reason. Are you putting Neutron in your portfolio? Uh, pass. Pass. No. Okay. Um, uh, Nia, Carl, are you putting Nia in your portfolio? No. Uh, same reason as you. I, I just don't know enough. I, I love Iliad. I think it's fucking super smart, the founder, but uh, but not right now. Just, I just don't have enough Dennis knowledge about it. I don't have near either. It's okay. um, they're a little bit too slow. Like the, not fast enough in tech, not adoptable enough like a UVM, like AVAX. I agree, but I think they will melt faces. I just don't have the con- and I do have them in my portfolio. But if I was building a portfolio from scratch, I'm not sure that I do it. All right, uh, Carl, are you joining me on Kujira? And Dennis, are you joining me on Kujira? No, when I last time I covered it, I, I just I saw this really cool, interesting ecosystem that could be born. But when I did a video on it a few weeks ago, there was zero liquidity in the system. There was no like you needed. It's a I think it's a chicken and the egg problem, right? And uh, I just don't know. I, I don't know why people would use it to be honest. All right, Dennis, are you joining me in Kujira? Yeah, I don't have Kujira either. I think that's what Neutron is going like the liquidity problem you described, Kyle. I think that's what Neutron is okay. really able to do now. Um, all right, so that is the layer ones. Any other layer ones that you guys want to chuck in here while we're here? All right, let's move on. So just you like ICP? <laughs> no. Oh wait, wait, wait! No, no, no! Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. That's not a joke. So ICP is not a joke. Um, I did. I, I abandoned this project a long time ago because I just thought they were very, very, very slow to deliver. Um, Although I, had, I did go sailing with their founder, well, one of the founders, uh, Dominic, and he is one of the smartest guys I've ever met. Um, very confident guy, uh, bordering on confident and arrogant. I'm not sure, but you know, it depends when you catch him. Um, project is super, 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 super ambitious for me, but it works. <laughs> it works. So I don't know. I'm torn here. Uh, Dennis, are you, are, you, are you thinking ICP? Yeah, I have a little bit of ICP, not big, but I agree with you. Like I've tried literally a full Minecraft clone on chain on ICP. It's pretty nuts. So uh, they don't have a lot, like not, not a lot of people have tried it, but 
once you try it, you realize, okay, this is pretty, pretty crazy. I'll show you, I'll show you what I, what I like about ICP as well. And I, I know this is, we shouldn't, we shouldn't uh, uh, rank, rank our tokens like this, but if I look at where ICPs come from and where it is now, I mean, the lows were about $3 and it's at $6. And you, you talk about in layer one language in this bull market, a 2X is not a, not a big place to be. And so to me, like, I don't know. I'm going to put a question mark there and I'll fill it in before the end. Um, Kyle and Pete, are you guys, what are you guys thinking? Yeah, I like, uh, I like it. Um, ICP has had a, a bit of a torrid past. Uh, this year has been kind of quiet, but the, the tech's unbelievable. Um, I just wonder whether, you know, it's going to be able to kind of establish itself to, to, to achieve what it wants to do. Cause it's going to put a lot of people's noses out of joint. If it manages to achieve that, it's going to cost a lot of big corporations, uh, a lot of money. So I, I don't know whether, you know, it's the powers that be have the ability it's, to stop, stop these things happen. It's very so ambitious. Carl, what do you think? No, I, I just, you know, the, like, it's really, really the, the alternative layer ones in general are very hard to compete with Ethereum and Solana ecosystem. Like that's it, right? That for me, like that, that's really it. And if you're building outside, like look at, look at Aptos and Sui and stuff like that, right? Like, like you know, raise hundreds of millions of dollars and X Facebook and blah, 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 blah. Man, it's dead ecosystems. You know, like alt layer ones are hard, you know, it doesn't mean they're going to pump, but I wouldn't put it in. Myself. I think the difference between that and ICP is that ICP actually does, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a layer one, yes, but it, it's a layer one that does uh, decentralized computing. It does file storage. It's, it's, a, it's a full internet computer. That's exactly why they call it ICP. It's, it's internet computer. Um, I'm going to leave What's a question. What's the valuation of it? Uh, fully diluted valuation. Let's quickly just have a look at it. ICP. And again, I abandoned this project a long time ago because I just thought it was too ambitious, but I'm starting to warm up to it. I'm starting to warm up to it. So FDV three billion. Yeah. So I mean, what? For, I don't know too much about it, but from what you just described, AOS is doing the same thing. AIOZ Cosmos ecosystem, one hundred sixty-six million fully diluted, absolutely insane team. AI component. Okay, hold on. Decentralized compute, not three services. Um, so I, I, I have a, I have a pretty, pretty good sized bag of AOS, and okay, uh, it, it does everything they do, but it's one sixty-six. Okay, so you're you're a yes to AOS. Yeah, Coinbase listing, Cosmos ecosystem. Dennis, any 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 AI. thoughts on AOS? AOS is cool. It, it is cool. Yes, uh, been following it. Uh, I don't have it right now because it it got really popular this past two or three weeks. But so if you're we'll building, entry. I remember, I think the question is if you're building a portfolio now, would you add it in? Yes or no? At the current valuation? Not at current. Maybe just. Wait a little bit. All right, uh, Pete. Uh, I mean, we've already got. I've already got four layer ones. I think I'll uh, I'll I'll stick with a no for that one. I'm going to put a question mark because I'm I'm going to run out of fucking yeses and nos. All right, let's go into layer two. Let's go into layer two world. Um, I was very bullish on optimism and Arbitrum, but I'm not that's I'm not that big on uh, I'm not that big today on on layer twos. Like I'm just not that big on Ethereum and layer twos. I just think there's better solutions out there. So. The only one that I would go with here is I'd go with Immutable because that's that hits two two narratives. It hits layer two and it hits gaming. Um, I'm, I'm a flat no for for um, for optimism. I'm a flat no for Arbitrum. I'm a, I'm a I'm warm on Polygon, but I don't think it needs to be a fundamental part of any portfolio. So that's kind of like what I'm saying if I was building a portfolio today. Um, I don't know about Arbitrum. I'm going to hand it over to Carl. What do you think? Immutable? Yes? No? 
Uh, I'm, I'm no on all of those. And uh, I, I do like your thesis on Immutable, but I heard, and I don't know too much about it, but I think it was Ivan, I was watching his show the other day, and he just said there's so many problems and everyone he's talked to that was started started building on IMX inevitably ended up going somewhere else because the technology wasn't there. So I'm saying no to all of those layer twos that you just mentioned. And are there any layer twos that you would invest in? Come back there's to one, on that. There's one that's coming out now that there's a lot of noise about it. Um, Monad. Does anyone? Monad is really, really, really cool. Yeah. Yes. So, what do you think about Monad? I mean, we don't know what valuation it's going to come out at. So, I think it's quite a tough one to say I would buy it. So, maybe let's remove it because you know we can't, we can't, we can't buy it. So, for now, let's just say it's out. Uh, Dennis, layer twos, yes, no, and if so, which ones? I have very small bag in floor bills and then large one in mantle. So, very, very small in immutable. Arbitrum, Optimism, Polygon, just to get the exposure. So I think they'll they'll continue to grow, but I agree with you, all of them are around 10 billion. So there's really barely any upside left. Um, so if you're building a portfolio but, today, would you yeah. add any of these? I would. I still would. Maybe very small percentage. But Mantle, I'm actually very bullish on. Okay, so I'm going to say definite, definite yes for Mantle. Immutable Me X, too, yes yeah. or no? As one kind of maybe is for the other four. Yeah. But no one can buy Mantle right now, so that, I don't think that... Uh... No, no, you can right? you can buy mantle. You can okay. buy monad. Yeah, you can't no, buy monad. The... You can buy mantle. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. All right, Pete. What do you think? Uh, you need to start using up all uh, the yeses. You've got one. You've got. You've only well, I'm gonna four. go. I'll go. Yes, yes on uh, <laughs> yes on immutable. Uh, mainly because of the kind of exposure part towards gaming. Oh, although that's interesting. What Carl's just said. Now he's going to dive deeper into that. Uh, but yeah, the from this kind of like the NFT perspective and things things moving forward, I'm kind of excited about what's potentially up. Uh, going to be happening with Immutable X. But the other ones, you know, I, I can't really see why, you know, with the development of other layer ones and stuff that have been so, so, so strong against it, like, you know, it goes back to like, if you don't really have much exposure to ETH, then why, why would you bother with much exposure to the L2s as well? I'm, All right, amazing. I'm kind of out of the camp, so I'm going to really know on the rest. All right, amazing. So we, we, I, will, I will go back to the maybes if we, if we need them. By the way, guys, if you are enjoying this, remember every one of these guests has a YouTube channel. They are. The reason why I chose these guys is because these are the guys that I watch each and every single day when they make videos. Not everyone makes videos every day. Kyle has become really, really, really serious about his content. It's unbelievable. He's hitting a uh, nail on the head. So there's a link below to his channel. Dennis's channel is, 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 is unbelievable. Um, the channel's blown up, hey, Dennis. Your, ch your channel recently has absolutely, absolutely, absolutely blown up, man. And then, yeah, we've got, yeah, we've got House of Crypto if you guys haven't, haven't already subscribed. So just, just go and subscribe right now. We'll take a short, like, breather. Just go and subscribe. Everyone, just do what you need to do. Subscribe. Okay, but don't leave this show to go and subscribe. Don't, don't leave this show to go and subscribe. <laughs> to That's dumb. That's dumb. But do it because... Guys, this is, where you, this is where I get my alpha from. So these are the guys that I get my alpha from each and every day. All right, let's go into gaming. We all love gaming, right? We all think gaming is going to be the next big, crazy, I don't know. I mean, we all agree on that, yes? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Very, very curious. Very curious here. But I think, okay. I think that it's such an easy narrative to understand. All right, so go for it. Tell me, tell me what, what tokens I need to add in here. Tell me if these are the ones that, that you've got. Tell me... I didn't say and, and I, uh, I told you I didn't say today was going to be easy. I said today was going to be alpha. I didn't say easy. It was going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Um, all right. So what else? Let's go. I'm happy to add. I'm happy. Uh, 
Let, let's start off with you, so Kyle. So many let's, good games, yeah. Okay, so let's start. I mean, so you've only got 20 credits. The, Kyle, you've used six of your credits, I think. One, two, three. The biggest, yeah, biggest on my list is uh, Cornucopius. Um, now, I don't really feel like this is... Anyway, Cornucopius, um, Sidus Heroes, and... Uh, well... Let's just stick with that for now, and then I'll, I'll, I'll think about the other ones here. All right, Dennis, what do you think? Uh, I like Shrapnel. I think a couple more coming up, like very similar Shrapnel. Off the Grid is going to be amazing. Uh, and then uh, what's the other one? Dead Drop, Dr. Disrespect, same, really amazing. Can't buy them yet, but watch list for everyone. Like, as long as it's okay, I'll pick them up. Uh, and then I really like uh, Elio's Project Super. I, yes. I really like um I've talked with him so much about his vision. I think if you think um, you know, like gaming is one of the easiest things to understand in narrative, their token is, is like so easy to understand so in this whole of, narrative. So out of the tokens that are on the market, I'm taking Trapnel, you're giving it a yes, and super you're giving a yes. Yes. And see if I would be nice. See if I launchpad is always good bet. Um beam is so popular now but yeah been covering beam forever what do you think what do you think so uh, I'm, I'm very interested to know what you think of beam uh, because because beam is amazing it's been an app only chart um wh what do you think of the of 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 beam so i like what they did recently they they did something with polygon um where so when they were just doing a the migration they said it's subnet avalanche I wasn't sure about that. I thought they're just doing kind of EVM and hope that they eventually pivot to more adoptable EVM. So I, I think they, they're really becoming their own kind of layer two that support every other EVM. So that's so yes, really no. like what they're doing. Yes, I still have it. Okay, amazing. Um, Pete, your, your, your gaming calls, bro. Speedify, uh, I really like um, because... I also have like a, a VC, like a pool fund VC. And I know that like a lot of guys are getting really like knowledgeable now on ICOs and really pumped on those. And Cedify is another one that just keeps keeps coming up. And, you know, they have incredible record in terms of the projects that they've been investing in so far. Um, another one I've been like looking at recently is Lit Labs. Lit Labs, yes. Uh, which is Lit Labs, like capturing, capturing kind of like an interesting part of the market. I'm, I'm like very concerned sometimes about investing into like one specific game because obviously if that game flops then you know you're kind of done but there's a lot of what i like about the um the lit labs and previously in the last bull market the galas and stuff is you have like a variety of different games and different kind of uh concepts that you know one doesn't have to do well because another one might kind of you only have to have one winner right mm -hmm. so that's something that is definitely uh definitely a mindset but I think gaming gaming is this weird beast with YouTube kind of driving it. Um, I realize like, you know, Alex Becker and people just sort of shout out a game and, you know, they buy it. Everyone watches an arc and everyone piles into it. And no one even knows what it is. It's just this kind of weird, weird world uh, outside of everything else. So it's a difficult one. If you, if you get in the right camps and you're, you're, back, you're with the right YouTubers and stuff who are shouting them out, then there's a huge amount of games yeah. that can come from something that might not be even that good a, a game or a good a project at so, all. So, so you got to start using up your credits because you've only used out of 20. Yeah, so go with Lick Labs. Uh, Nakamoto Games as well. Naka. Um, yeah. I like that okay. one. Vulcan I'm going to... No. 
I'm going to add one in here. I'm going to add one in here. It's called Uncaged. It's the old Monkey Ball token. It's the studio that's developing the Monkey mm. Ball game. It's a, it's a studio that's building games. I'm only doing this because I know the founders and I know the, the devs. And I think that they, the guys are unbelievable. And I think that this is one of those gems where it doesn't have the hype. It doesn't have the YouTubers. It doesn't have the, the Alex Beckers of the world. And it hasn't yet started to pump. But they do launch their game in January and it's going to fly. So... You know, these are the guys that built the games at Playtica. So I'm, I'm bullish on, on Uncaged. I'm going to go yes with Beam. I'm going to go yes with Superfarm. And I'm going to go yes with CD5. Kyle, you've gone two yeses, one with Sidus, one with Corn. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to add Miria in here as well. Oh, very smart. We actually run Miria nodes. Yeah. So we actually yeah, run Miria too. nodes. So yeah, we, we know I'm that. A lot of okay. Uh, also Echelon Prime. Which I forgot about. Okay, so Carl, you're doing a yes here. Uh, Echelon Prime, another one. You see, I mean, you could you could have twenty. You could have you could have uh, so many games. You could have twenty games. You could have a portfolio of twenty games. That, that's how that's how it is. Yeah. But the idea is, I don't know if I spelled it right. I'll fix up. I will fix up my spelling before I publish the spreadsheet. That I promise. It's Echelon without an R. No R, right? No R. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you said yes. I'm glad yeah. you're starting to use your credits, man. And you're like you're like that. You know, like that girlfriend that never spends. You're like. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Um, yeah. A frivolous day. Anything else in the yeah. anything else uh, in the gaming sectors? Uh Sidus. Yeah, I do like Sidus as well. Oh no, hold on. Let's go with uh yeah, Shrapnel, Sid, Shrapnel and Sidus. Um both. I'm pretty keen on. Yeah. Now he's now now he's spending everything at once. Now he's spending everything at once. This is where we're at. <laughs> you've you've tricked me into doing it. Now I'm you know I'll run out. Okay, let's go. Let's carry on. Let's go into this the, the whole deepen narrative. Um, deepen decentralized physical infrastructure networks. Um, we've spoken about AOS, so I'm going to remove it here because we've got it in the in the, the other section. Um, Render, Arweave, Akash, Helium, Filecoin. Um, I mean, you guys, you guys tell me if I've left out anything. Oh, there's one called um, Honey Hive Hive Mapper. Hive Mapper, yeah. Hive Map. Yes, it's gone pretty pretty insane recently. Yeah. Yes. There's also, I mean, you could also say, yeah, we've, we, you could also say Helium as well. So Hive Mapper, Hive Hive Mapper is an amazing, amazing, amazing product where people actually install these devices and they drive around mapping streets and they get uh, they get rewarded in tokens for actually mapping the streets. So in the deeper narrative, Dennis, let's start with you. Which ones would you add to your portfolio? I have Render and Akash, and uh, I think that's it. Yeah, I have Render and Akash. All right. Uh, Kyle, what are you adding when it comes to Deepin? So other than what we said AOS before, which I can't count again, but I, I don't have any of the above in the, the market, but uh, our fund thesis is very bullish, Deepin, and so we've made, a, we've made quite a few investments this year in Deepin projects that will launch uh, you know, the, in the next few months and uh, like Peak Network, uh, Chirp, um, Silencio, uh, like I think Peak, Peak is going to be huge. I think uh, just it's like the infrastructure for everything. Another one. I, um, yeah. Anyway, they're, they're not trading. So I, I'll stop talking about them. But I, I'm very bullish on that narrative. And I kind of like the idea that we had the like, generation one deep in uh, projects launch and, and the, the newer generation ones that are coming out got to kind of learn from some of the, what, what worked and what didn't work, you know, kind of like how Solana learned from Ethereum, for example. So I think that next generation might be, uh, you know, more interesting. So none of these? No. All right. Uh, Pete, any of these? Uh, I have Render, which I've been holding for the year. 
mainly because of you know like a complete lack well lack of competition competition on chain i would say also like there's a range of like different narratives that if they succeed and do well i think render's gonna have a really killer time so yeah i'm i'm pretty pretty uh pretty pretty big into render Okay. I, I, I do hold render, but by, by the way, I was, a, I was a private sale investor in that uh, like many, many years ago, but I, I wouldn't buy it now. I think it's, it's uh, too expensive and I think there's better options coming out. So all right, I think Deepin to... is, is even, yeah, Deepin is all on Solana now. So that's one really good part I love about Solana. Yeah. Like render, I even heard Theta is migrating Solana. They've talked about it before. Because it's uh, cheap and fast. Some, like leak before. Because it's cheap and fast. And it yeah, cheap works. and fast, like retail, wide adoption, high map per render, Helium, maybe even Theta. All on Solana, so that's Amazing. one side. I I'm bullish on Deepin, so might become bullish on Solana for that. Okay, let's go into the next <laughs> one, which is let's call it Dexes. Yep. So um, I'm going to call it Dexes and Crosschain because I think that, that that the two are are quite big here. Here, my bets I've gone yes, yes Astroport, yes Thorchain, yes Stargate. Um, I'm quite bullish about this narrative. I may actually even go yes for like a RabbitX or a GMX. Or a GNS, Carl. Uh, what are you thinking in terms of DEXs and trading platforms? Well, so I think a lot of this thing, not all of them are overvalued, but um, I like. I'm here also, Rand, not for the two and three axes, and so I, 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 uh, I just, I just bought something that is super low market cap, but built by the same team that built Thorchain. It's called Sif Chain. It's yeah, but uh, hold they, on, they where built, do you um, buy? Isn't is the Sif chain main net main net launched? I think it's I think it's live now. They, they're, 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 so so if you go to their if you go to their Twitter account, you see like a couple a few months ago they, 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 like cough cough dust off Twitter accounts and they kind of like revived it after having like six seven eight months of no tweets. And so I I messaged the founder and said, hey, what's up? Like you guys gonna actually do something here? He's like, yeah, we had some problems with some some things on Cosmos, whatever. It's all fixed now. And so now they're gonna do a trading competition soon. Literally. When I first mentioned it in my in my alpha group, it was a million dollars, and then I just talked about my video a couple of days ago, and now I think it's at like ten ten million dollars, fully diluted, all private sale outs. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, ten, like that's yes, that's yes for it just it's a risk reward to me. That's like, I mean, I actually you know, I'm actually an investor, and in, I actually am an investor, and my tokens actually get released after the mainnet, which is why I'm asking because I, I kind of wrote it off as if this thing would never ever work. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's been, been launched, I think. You should have tokens, I believe. In the interest of time, Dennis, what are you thinking in terms of the, the trading DEX narrative? Yeah, I have Astro. Uh, Astro is the biggest um, potential liquidity hub, even bigger than uh, Osmo. That's what they're trying to build up for Cosmos now. Rune's nice. Um, I would put Rune still. Uh, Stargate, I would skip because Layer Zero is definitely going to have a token. That's going to be a better token. Yes. Uh, maybe you could, if you can, if you know any alpha, getting Stargate to get layer zero, that's the way. Thor stop, I don't have. Rapid X is cool. Uh, Starknet uh, Dex, apparently that's going to be the top Dex on Starknet. Um, that's one pretty interesting. I also want to have, um, uh, there's these things called intent uh, exchanges. So there's one called Sim that's coming up. Yes. And they're built by this uh, Deus team. Yeah, I, I really, really love those guys. They're I actually, I actually artists, they, yeah. I invested in a, in, in a protocol called OTC, which is, I think it's a very, very, very low, um, very, very low uh, yeah. um, uh, uh, value protocol. 
There it is. I mean, again, you're talking about an FDV of, of 20. And I think, I think it, this is the original DEX vision, which is almost like the market maker DEX vision where you've got tokens to sell, someone wants to buy them, and you actually have to meet a buyer and a seller. It's not an AMM, yep. which is an automated, automated market maker. So, I mean, again, I took a tiny position. So I'm not encouraging anyone to follow me on that one, uh, but just saying that that's a very hot narrative. Yep. So basically, uh, instead of having LPs, you can directly trade with a market maker, and then this allows you to trade any pair on any exchange. You can trade Binance Perps from your wallet. Mm. That's uh, the type of intent. I think it's called Intent X. That's the main front end for that is project. It, is it uh, a live uh, token? Yeah. I don't think it's live. Uh, Sim is technically live. They have a migration from a previous token called Deus. So that's the one I have a little bit of. Okay. Um, yeah. All right, who hasn't gone? Pete, you, you're lagging a bit here. You spent everything on gaming. Uh, so, um, Dex, is, I have some Orca Swap, which I've been seeing some good gains. Is that Ooh. like 12x or something this excellent, year? Excellent, excellent, excellent. Orca Swap, excellent. Radium, also excellent. So, Orca um, is... And, you know, Orca Swap's getting a load of, like, new liquidity and stuff coming on right now. And, and you know, phenomenal, really easy to use. I think if the Solana ecosystem grows, as I'm kind of anticipating, like, Small, smaller kind of market cap coins like this will do really well. Um, Trader Joe, we've seen blowing up recently, but another one on AVAX would be Pangolin. Oh yes, okay. Um, you're you're, Penny, you're digging up you're digging up last crazy. last season's you're digging up last season's skeletons as well. Well, a lot of yeah, but the thing is, a lot of these coins have kind of gone like completely dead, and then yes. suddenly, all of a sudden, they've just woken up from you know God knows where. I don't know. I don't really know where they come from. And I then actually uh, show you, I, I actually want to show you this. This is actually quite cool. So if you look at Pangolin, uh, here it is, PNG. So I was looking at this chart the other day. This thing literally woke up from the fucking dead. Okay, like... Yeah. There it was. It was dead. <laughs> it, I don't know where that came from. What? Any ideas? I mean, when Avalanche... It's all AVAX hype, right? Yeah. It's all AVAX hype. Yeah. It's all AVAX hype. All right, so Orca, um, so, Pangolin. Yeah. Um, also, like, into the, like, the derivative decks... Um, ideas. I was looking at like the not synthetics, but synthetics obviously has I don't know something like thirty six million dollars daily volume and then billion dollar market cap. Um, and I've just been investing very early in this tiny one called D Toro. D Toro. Um, D Dex Toro, which is a American based decentralized uh, derivatives exchange with liquidity provided by synthetics, but it's got like an eight mil market cap. Absolutely tiny. Not Doge tools. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. It literally just went on like Coin W last week. Okay, so let's I not think be on, on Uniswap now. And before tiny. I get people to ape into the wrong token, let me just yeah, finish. don't ape into it. Like a tiny, tiny one, but um, but you know, like the fully fully working product already got like a few million dollars daily volume, and then that's starting to pick up. So I'm like, if this, you know, if this if this volume can pick up, it's not really that hard to get towards that kind of synthetics level in terms of daily volume. And then you know, you look where they are kind of compared to the centralized exchanges. I think we're going to move towards Dex's especially with all this kind of legislation and coming in over the next couple of years. So um, that was an exciting space. Okay. All right. Look, we're, I'm going to try and hurry it up a little bit because we are getting a little bit out of time here. Let's go into the world of AI. So uh, BitTensor, Fetch AI, GRT, uh, Ajax, uh, Ocean Protocol. In terms of the AI narrative, are any of you investing in the AI narrative? What are you investing in? Um, no, I yeah. none of the above. Not even um, BitTensor, not, not even Tau, Kyle. I'm, I'm surprised. Man, I, I missed the. Uh, I feel like I missed that like on that one, right? So like, I, I just don't have it, and I think now it's too late. Right? I mean, for me, 
I, I feel like it's too it's too large for me to come in. I think it's probably gonna be great, but uh, no. Okay, it's too and uh, right now. Uh, Dennis. Yeah, I missed BitTensor even though I saw it for so <laughs> for the longest time. It just kept running, no entry. So I missed that one also. Um, and the inflation is pretty heavy because it's proof of work. So it's in their first halving cycle. So like technically FTV is like seven billion, which is pretty high. So like it, but don't have it. Uh, I have Render. I, I think Render is also AI, right? Deep in yes. AI. So. All right. So I'm gonna put in. Yeah, we got Render. Okay. Um. Uh. Um. Uh. Pete, what are you doing here? Uh, I've got Betenza. Um ordered maybe not quite the very best time, but but still not been not been a bad uh, year so far. Uh, quite like Ocean as well. Um, but the other ones, I mean, kind of like all of that. I think as a narrative, it's going to do really strongly. But yeah, you know, okay. we'll run out of run out of yeses otherwise. All right, here I'm going to put three yeses for Carl because I know that he loves Chainlink so much. I know he, Carl loves Chainlink so much that I'm actually going to yeah. say yes, yes, yes. He thinks that Chainlink is going to be the biggest token in the world. Am I right, Kyle? I think it's going to. I think it's, it's definitely going to go to a trillion dollar market cap for sure. Uh, and I, I think that if I told you what maybe what I felt it really might go to, you guys would probably think I'm insane. So I'll just be conservative on the show and say it's going to a, a trillion, um, which is a thousand dollars per link. But uh, yes, Dennis Chainlink. I'm bullish. I'm maybe like one and a half yeses. They're bullish. <laughs> um, <laughs> but bullish on Chainlink. Yes. yes. Absolutely. One of my biggest. Right, I'm, I'm also in for Chainlink. Pith Network? I, I think it, for me, it's, over, it's, it's overpriced. People are comparing it to Chainlink when it's a completely different product. I think it's probably decent technology, but it's way overvalued for what it is. All right. Uh, Dennis, Pith Network? I don't have Pith either. Strong project, but adoption-wise, a little bit, not a little bit, quite a bit behind Chainlink. So, yeah. Pith, Pith Network? Don't have it. Uh, don't have also the shittest name in crypto, pretty much. Anyone, uh, anyone, <laughs> anyone here, anyone here, not, uh, not, not, anyone here looking at any other oracles? I mean, there are hundreds of oracles. Anyone looking at any other oracles? No. no. All, right. Let, all right. Let's go into the fun part of it. Meme coins. Is anybody here a meme coin holder? Yes. Bonk and Pepe. Bitcoin. Big time. Bonk and Pepe. Okay, so you're buying Bonk. By the way, it's up a lot this week. And Pepe. You, so you still think that meme coins on ETH are a thing? Like Pepe is still a thing? Yeah, yeah. Because Pepe is just a, it's a... It is literally... It is the biggest meme in the world. And uh, I, I just think that, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's a great meme. I think it's literally a great meme. <laughs> so I, I, I like it. Like, uh, uh, Dennis, what do you think? <laughs> it deserves to be I agree with you very, very spot on there. I also have Pepe, I have Doge, I have a little bit of Sheep, but they're kind of falling off now. Like same concept, right? Pepe, everyone recognizes it, just like how Doge blew up. You know, if some off chance Pepe becomes like the Pepe coin, right? Everyone knows the frog already. So if everyone knows the frog buys a coin, simple, right? So, okay, meme, so, that's going, how you, so what are you going for? You going for you're going for, if you've got a building a portfolio, Pepe, yes, Bank, yes. I don't have Bonk. I have Doge. Okay, perfect. So Pepe and Doge. Pete? Uh, Pepe, yes. I feel like uh, meme coins are kind of where everyone runs to when crypto gets a bit boring. So when Bitcoin never slows down and we have a bit of sideways month, then that's when meme coins pump again. I'm going for Bonk and I'm going for Doge. All right, guys. Uh, listen, first of all, thank you. It's all been right. an amazing, amazing, amazing show. We went on for much longer than we wanted to go, go on for, but I think it's very, very, very much worth it. Um, 
uh, guys at home, if you haven't yet subscribed to every single one of these channels, I'm saying it again, there are links underneath to every single one of these channels. Each and every one of these guys is a serious, serious, serious content creator. These are not guys that are just jumping in front of a camera making content. Every one of them has researchers. They dig in deep. These are the good guys. These are the good guys in the game. Go and subscribe to their channels today. I promise you that literally every time one of these guys makes a video, I go and watch the video. It's, it's part of my routine and it should be part of your routine. Guys, thank you. I know we kept you for longer than expected, but I think it was a great exercise getting portfolios up. I'll count the yeses. I'll tweet them out. Um, and yeah, sending you guys a lot of love. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. Uh, it's been amazing. Thank you, guys. Alrighty, so that is the fam. I think you'll agree with me. That was a very, very, very high alpha per minute show. Crazy. Now you know what everyone's thinking. And uh, I mean, those are the good guys. So really make sure that you subscribe. Also, just remember, guys, you remember what happened yesterday with this ledger, this hack. The ledger hack could have been the biggest hack that we had uh, in the history of crypto. Now, luckily, 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 it looks like to, the, to a greater or less extent it was avoided. But that feeling that I got when I heard that there was this hack made me go my stomach shake inside and i don't want to feel that ever again and you know one of the ways to do that i keep saying to you guys is if you land up making money in this bull market and you lose it to a hack or you lose it because you exposed your ip address to exchanges and whatever else then we're never going to be able to talk again do me a favor take go down to the bottom here take an, a nord vpn it take it costs three dollars a month we're all going to make a lot of money in this bull market you need to protect your money three dollars a month you get a vpn you get password managers, you get, uh, you get everything. You get everything for $3 a month. And then if you want to protect yourself from threats, and I really think that here's Nord Threat Protector, you can block unwanted ads, um, everything that you want. Do it, it supports the channel. It also protects you. And again, we don't want to lose our money in a hack. I will see you guys again on Monday. Until then, trade well, my friends.